Could you stop? Hello, good afternoon, and welcome to Tales of Two Teachers with me, M. And me, M. And B. And C. All right, so we have uh, our guest this afternoon, um, and we're going to be interviewing C shortly. We have some questions first, and uh, can I just tell the listeners that the words straddle and cannonball were used uh, about myself in the last five minutes or so, so I'll just leave that to fester in their imagination. Uh, <laughs> indeed. Fester's a good word, isn't it? Uncle Fester, Uncle of course, Fester. from the Adams family. Mm. Who is your favourite member of the Adams family? I like Cousin It. Why? I, yeah, I like the noise. You like the noise? Yeah, I just like the idea of it, really. And B? Oh, I feel, I've just got Cousin It's face in my... I need to have time to think. Okay. Give me a second. C? Uh, cousin It and the hand. Mm. The hand. I like the way Cousin It sometimes wore like glasses and a hat mm. and stuff. Mm. Yeah, that's that good. good. I quite like Cousin It's wife. She's very enthusiastic. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I do like Fester's wife in it, the one that tries to kill him with a toaster in the bath. That is dedication. He likes it. I was always a fan of Morticia. Of course you were. I bet you were. <laughs> okay, moving on. Uh, oh, I'm all fired up now. <laughs> Question one. <laughs> These are our questions that we've had in. Uh, I think two of these were old ones. Yeah, we didn't do a couple last week, did we? Mm. So two of these are old. So sorry for <laughs> Jim and Lucia. Thank you for hanging on for your answers. And then one is from this week. So, um, what's that? Oh, for cheating. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> question one. How do you guide young people to things that they don't care about but you do? So I, I guess that could be within our subjects, I guess, or other things that we're interested in that we're trying to get them interested in. But how do you guide young people to things they don't care about? I think maybe Jim's asking us to be as specific as we can. Well, so you teach a rubbish subject. Why don't you explain it? <laughs> well, first of all, so what, do you, what do you teach? Uh, I teach uh, RE or PRE, religious Ooh. education, or philosophy, religion, and education. Ethics. Ethics. Goodness sorry. me. Yeah. Ethics, sorry. Ethics, yeah. yeah. Um, how do I guide people? I show them the relevance. Mm. So taking a religion which is maybe not very well known um, in the UK, like Sikhism. Um, mm-hmm. They have a lot of relevance of one, one of their things is uh, about service, so how you do charity and things like that. So giving relevance to everyday uh, things that we can relate to. Mm, relating to things is really useful, isn't it? Yeah, mm. strong, excellent. Difficult yeah. one. And, and ultimately, in a lot of the case, I think you don't but for, for some, you, you know, don't especially. Yeah, yeah well, I don't especially. <laughs> but for some children, that sort of your enthusiasm, you know, it's um, it catches on, doesn't it? Mm. Sometimes, but not always. You know, some children just aren't interested in certain things, and they go to another room and a different teacher to talk to them about something else, and like to fire them in a different way. You can't all be enthused by everything yeah. all the time. Mm. Can you? Mm. I think it's just context, isn't it? You just try and I try my best to put it in their world. Because I think they still see us. Like, I think about how I see my teachers, I felt so far away from them in, like, age and where their life was mm. or where their lives are at. So I think sometimes you just have to kind of put it into context and take away age and status and just be like, we're all humans. Stop eating mints during it. Sorry. I'm quite particular about this tree Really bad tree laxatives effects. I yeah, gave him a lecture on it the other day. I'll tell you the other thing about it is he, he very seldomly offers a tree well, he didn't bombings. offer C one either. And That's very rude, I, I guess. Sorry. Isn't it common etiquette when you offer someone food that you let them take it for themselves? But M selects the mince he wants <laughs> to have. Like yeah, but he's now fingers. just put two in his mouth. I just like the idea of my fingers in your mouth. Oh, my God. <laughs> 
Okay. Let's go back. Jim, that was a great question. That was a very good question. Sorry, Jim. I ruined it with the perversion. Sorry. Sorry. And um, mints. And mints. Number two. Oh, yeah, from Lucia. She's very much enjoyed, actually, our, our last few episodes. Well, actually, I think that was ages ago. When we discussed films, she says she's really into films. Will you be reviewing any more films in the future? And does film still get taught in schools? Which is a good question, because I don't, does it? Film I did media. Yeah. media GCSE. Okay. I absolutely loved it. Did you teach or had you? I've never taught it. Oh, you did? I loved okay. to teach it. Yeah, yeah. What did you do in it then? What? Um, well, we did all sorts. We looked at seven, which mm. I'm not sure whether that's oh. necessarily Well, that's not appropriate. Oh, my God. Well, we did. Brad Pitt, Morgan Freeman. What's in the bar? It's a banger. Yeah. That is a banger. Um, we did things like advertising, which was a bit boring because it was all sexual. Isn't it? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. perfume and naked. What sort of GCSEs are you doing? <laughs> Media. Uh, but we all, uh, well, my favourite thing, and we'll probably get to it later, is also we did comic books. So no, nice. it's like the evolution. Oh, of, I'm feeling a sense of where the quiz is going. Mm. Stress. Evolution. <laughs> evolution of like mm. comics because it is like interesting from the 1920s all the way to now. Don't know. Especially yeah. British comics. Mm. Yeah. Um, I know that H, who we had on last series, uh, she taught film studies here, mm. and I think it is available as a GCC. I don't know. I know. It, do we teach media still here? Yeah. So it's still taught. I don't know if film studies is. I know that that's an A level and a university degree, mm. um, but I don't know if the GCC is taught here anymore. I know that H did used to teach it, but. Um, but certainly, as I say, in terms of discussing films, mm. we now have our own little separate group. Don't we, of, of teachers that yes, every month... That I organise, and I also... Are going out to watch, watch a films. film monthly. But more than that, because I love pedagogy and learning, I also get us to reflect, because I made a little reflection sheet from the first film we went to. You guys didn't come along, sadly. But the ones that did, we all filled in a little reflection sheet, reflecting on some of the key aspects of the films, all the way from the cinematography to the acting... Um, and then opinion to come at the end. But it's always good to reflect, and we teach students that, and I think it's really important that we practice what we preach. So, for, though we might be updating you, um, Lucia, on the films that we see in our little film club and beyond, we saw Poor Things. I gave it three out of four. Oh, really good. High praise indeed from you, Anne. Yeah, I liked it more than Napoleon, which we reviewed before anyone. Anyway. Which was terrible. Oh, dear, that's controversial. Um, okay, and then from... Den... Den. That's your dirty den. Not dirty. Dirty den. Not dirty den. Hasn't Den written in before? Could well have done. Yeah. In fact, you, I'm pretty sure we have made that Den. Yeah. So Den must be a regular listener. Hello, Den. Hi, Den. Oh, this isn't to me. It's to you too. It's to M and B. Would you ever teach your own child at school? Because I think you probably know. <laughs> would you they ever taught. want me to no. teach them? So you wouldn't no. want to teach your own child at school? No, I think you would. No. Why not? Because I, I feel like they have so much sort of exposure to us already. You teach them. You teach them in a separate way. It's nice to, I think, sort of trust in the professionalism of the other, the other staff in school. Mm. You'd want them to get different perspectives on yeah. things. Yeah. I think if, we, if, you, if you absolutely had to, I would do it. No problem. Mm. I think it would give them a good perspective on life that actually you do have to sometimes be professional right. and then you also have to be mm. perhaps in a different, like different relationships. I think that would yeah. be a really good thing to teach them. But, yeah, I think it would be beneficial, completely agree with them, to see different teaching styles like I know, because when you're at home you'd revise with them wouldn't you exactly I know in school like there's a couple of members of staff who are like really really good English teachers like really good I feel like well they've got an awful lot to learn from them and I could sort of plug the gaps at home if there were any gaps yeah. and if you were teaching would you be worried about any unconscious bias like either for praise or questioning or marking their book more in depth than others would that be even like not even consciously but would you be nervous about some sort of subconscious I think you are though aren't you yeah. because exactly. They're like the best and most important thing to you. 
I've all, you already start thinking, you know, would our, we are, would our child come to this school? And it's something that, that worries me. It's like, you're trying to get on with your job, mm. but you're always going to have one eye watching, on yeah. what they're doing. Mm. Mm. Would you mind if I taught your daughter's history? No, I would be over the moon. I would be very happy with that. <laughs> oh, nice. Okay, uh, that's interesting. So thank you for that then. Um, and now I feel all left out. What about you? So you left out? You haven't yeah. got children, have you? I don't have children. No, yeah. so there we go. We're all left out of this conversation. There you go. Uh, yeah. I don't have any. Left outside alone. I've got nothing. Not Literally. for the lack of practice in I imagine. Uh, uh. Okay. Thank you very much for those questions. As ever, we always like these. I really like these questions. These I questions like the are getting questions. way better as well. At the start, it was like absolute ass. Don't say that because it could have been dead. No, well, no, someone wasn't. asked us what our favourite veg was. Yeah, that was, was, that was an absolute shock. That's a cracking choice. No, that was... What was the end? Yeah, what was the answer? I can't remember. Peas is, and you is what for I would have gone for. Sort of like a, like an asparagus or something. Well, yeah. Like, yeah, very, no, very like... large pasta. <laughs> 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 yeah, so thank you very much for those questions. I am enjoying them. If you'd like to get in touch and let us know any more, remember, it's talesoftwoteachers at gmail.com. You, so you know it. Which we are discussing about rebranding. Whoa, 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 whoa. But we're not Summer sure. wants to rebrand it because she's uh, always on the I show think, now. I think actually, see, you'll find that it was M suggested we rebrand when you asked why there are three teachers and it's called Tales of Two I Teachers. I totally agree because you're on this as a permanent addition now that we want. We should definitely change the name. However, having changed the name once before after that humiliating legal procedure, uh, I really, it was very, very painful. So can we just wait I until this series is over? I think maybe we just leave it as Tales of Two I'm having to change it after the, until the... Perhaps people could write in with some suggestions. Feature. Tells you to just feature and be a bit like a bit like yeah, feature be like Absolutely. featuring the Artful Dodger. Mm, mm. Yeah, Craig like Bailey. we'd be Brian Adams, you'd be Mel C. Mm. Best one. Oh, who, who's the artist with Mr. Cheeks that does one of those classic rap ones? Oh, I'll have to find out. Anyways, Mr. Cheeks. Mr. Cheeks, very, yeah. I feel like Paul C is sat here just waiting oh. for us to... Sorry, sorry. Okay, we'll shut up now. Right, so this is the part now um, where, Em, you're going to do a little bit... I know you're very keen to introduce C, actually. Mm. You actually wanted to talk about piracy as well, which I know you love. So, okay, let's... It might not even be piracy, I have to say. We okay, just... all right. Basically, the brief I gave to C was uh, he would talk a little bit about his... Um, Road into teaching, mm-hmm. and then it, the floor was his. Something nerdy, something dweeby. That's oh, what I we like wanted. Like because I actually, love that kind of stuff. actually yeah. nerdy. I'm told is the new sexy. Well, in that case, my luck's in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. See, over to you. Let's tell you. Let's hear tell all about your little journey all to teaching. About your life. Um, I qualified teaching um, in Scotland. Oh um, my gosh! Was, I didn't know that. Yeah, about ten years ago. That's, your, that's Yorkshire. <laughs> I also come from Yorkshire, so I knew that. Yeah, I was really leaning good. onto it. Um, yeah, so that was totally different. Uh, ten years ago, teaching in Scotland was um, quite high valued. I think it's maybe gone down a little bit um, with the government and stuff. Uh, but oh, it's satire. But <laughs> but. Um, in Scotland, you can only ever teach your, your subject. You're not allowed, you're not qualified, you're not... Um, they've got a general teaching council. Uh, mm. You are not like... Because I teach a little bit of history here and a little bit of geography. Um, you, that wouldn't be allowed in Scotland, which was a different thing. Um, wow. In, uh, in, in moving down to England, uh, seeing how <coughs> different, uh, the different systems worked. Um, uh, and then I moved into... Uh, teaching PRE or philosophy and ethics um, f- for the most part all the way up to sixth form mm-hmm. um, and yeah how long have you been in the game now? 
about ten, <coughs> ten years, I think it was. Ten years, ten yeah. Ten years, yeah. Did you, um, did you have a profession prior to teaching? Or? Uh, I did an archaeology degree, uh, and I was an archaeologist maybe for about a year, thereabouts. Did you find anything? Uh, yeah, flint arrowheads, burial sites. Um, not that I ever really touched human bones, but I was on the site Mm. Yeah. And what did you do? What is, what is a day in the life of an archaeologist? For the most part, you are preserving history before it gets ruined by pipelines or housing estates, um, and then just cataloguing um, basic analysis of what, what is there under the ground. Um, but you are there all weather, um, mm. rain, wind, snow. Amazing. Yeah. Do you ever get to use that like, ground penetrating radar stuff? Uh, no, but that is the new shift of 10 years since uh, uh, sort of developed that as cheaper. So that's what they're doing now rather than actually having to spend manpower. Mm. My little brother actually is doing that. Uh, that is his career at the moment. Cool. So that's, he's driving on quad bikes, uh, surveying the ground. Cool. I reckon if I went to go and try and dig up something historical, I'd pull up like a My Little Pony from the 90s or something. It would be very disappointing if I went to dig anything. Well, um, you're the king of disappointment. What would you <laughs> yeah, find? I feel like... Uh, I don't... I, I, yeah, I don't want to know. Um, personal question. Your brother, is he bearded as well? Yeah. <laughs> um, he's moustached. Mustachioed. He, I think he could like what? What sort does of mustache? Does he have, does he have like one mustache or a pair? Is there a gap in the middle? A little gap, maybe. So he has a pair of moustaches. He's like Poirot. He's like Hercule Poirot. Yeah, he, yeah. yeah. I'm not sure does he turn it off. Do we need to put it into perspective that about the beard, about how good this beard is? It's like a Gimli See, of Gloin <laughs> beard, yes. isn't it? Has a Gimli a, son of Gloin. Yeah, yeah, that's literally it. Without the long hair. He has a beard like a privet hedge. Fantastic. <laughs> You could get lost Compliment. in it. You could get lost in it. It is very nice. And but did you have that whilst you were uh, an archaeologist? Like, is, um, it, is it a prerequisite? No, I had a goatee. A goatee. Wow. Yeah, oh my god, like, like an evil villain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Then, then I realised it did make me look quite evil villain like. Yeah. I just like you. Just look very lovely with the beard now. Thank you. Yeah. I would love to see Em with a beard. I don't think mm, ever. No. I don't think you can grow one. No, I can't. Can it just goes really sort of wispy and embarrassing. It just looks. It looks pathetic. It looks pathetic. I'm not a real man. You so might have a. You might have a hit with the ladies with a beard. Everyone loves a beard. I don't think I need any help in that department. <laughs> I think you do. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, right, back, back, back to see. Um, now, <coughs> question there. So you were very much so in your young days, yeah. uh, Indiana Jones type archaeologist. Mm-hmm. Then you whipped your way into teaching. Thank you very much. Uh, and 10 years in teaching. Now, currently where we work now, um, you have set up something at the start of the year that actually has proven to be a little bit of a hit. And Em, you were mentioning how impressed you've been with this club. Mm. Do you want to tell us a little bit about the extracurricular? Because we don't talk that much about extracurricular stuff on this podcast, but it's really important. And you've been a bit of a hit. Go on, tell us a bit about it. Um, yeah, so I run a games club. I call it games club or geek club or whatever you want to call it. Um, we play different board games card games, um, role-playing games like Dungeons and Dragons, um, and it's for people who might not necessarily be able to socially make friends and things like that, um, uh, and yeah, it's been quite successful here, um, you get all sorts of different games being played. Mm. And it's really well attended, it's not mm. just like a, you know, a small classroom, so you have, usually have like two rooms, yeah. pretty much, yeah. that the, the kids do go into. It's also quite loud as well. Mm. So they get very getting excited. Yeah. So my office is between the two rooms, yeah. <laughs> and it is very impassioned. Yeah. I, I would say at times. Good. Yeah, it's oh, good. Yeah. I like the way. 
am I right in thinking with the D and D, the Dungeons and Dragons, that the um, children have to write their own sort of narrative? Yep, yeah, it's very storytelling based, and you've got to sort of take on your own persona and act in character and things like that. Um, there has been, I was going to mention this later on, but there has been like studies that it helps anxiety and depression and all sorts of mental health and also maths as well mm. yes because they've got to do different roles and stuff yeah yeah, yeah. yeah so. they seem to really really look forward to it it's an absolute real buzz when mm. I walk past it's really nice nice to see yeah and lots of different different types of kids there as well you're not just like sort of the stereotypical quiet ones who like to read there's Different kids from all yeah. sorts of like different walks of life and all sorts of everyone seems to enjoy it. Yeah. Hmm. That now brings me to a question. If we were in D and D, what class would you play and what would your character be called? I'd quite like to be a paladin. I've never ever under- I don't know anything about Dungeons Okay, so I'm gonna be paladin, I wanna be Chuck Thunderloins. So I'm gonna be <laughs> Chuck Thunderloins a paladin. So I'm gonna I'm like going around <laughs> blessing people, fighting in the name of justice, but really looking okay. after people as well. I'm not gonna be a fallen paladin, I'm gonna do the good things. Um, usually a sword and a shield, strong heavy armour, and protecting the valour of young maidens. It's everything um, you're not. Yeah, that's what D&D is for. It's for living out, you know, exactly, like popular fantasy. So I'll be wow. Chuck uh, Thunderloins. Who would you be? I, I, I don't, I mean, I, I don't know what the characters are. And well, you make them, you can design them. Well, I need Anything. some time to think. You have a think for me. Ah, could be a sorcerer, wizard. wizard, a witch, yeah. I'd be... Rogue. I'd be... An elf mm. called Will Self, <laughs> and I would <laughs> follow you round and what, be really like, like demeaning and stuff like that. critical, yeah, withering comments, and stuff. withering sarcasm. I can see Will Self as an elf in real life. Actually. That's why. Yeah, that's yeah, where yeah. I'm going. Yeah, that would be very all right. So you're Will Self, the elf. I don't know what sort of co- if you're listening, Will. He's not listening. Uh, no sort of copyright. Will Shelf. I'll be Will Shelf the Elf. Okay, so you're gonna. Um, what class would that be? That's like a bard. If you go around, like, would you sing songs about how useless I am? Yeah. Okay, you're a bard then, right? So Will Shelf the Elf. Uh, I well, I've got two ideas. Go for it. Uh, well, uh, the both characters I've played, mm-hmm. but I feel like yes, if it was myself. Uh, my first one would be Osric the Druid, and nice. Osric was named after my cat. Mm-hmm. So if you think it's weird, like, my cat's called Osric. <laughs> Uh, and he was just totally bumbling, um, which is maybe a little bit like me, like bumbling, Not at all. bumbling fool, sort of, uh, who just was a bit of a nature hippie. Mm-hmm. Um, so like Radagast the Brown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he just wanted to be. He literally, like, he just literally was an animal most of the time because that's what druids can do. Mm. Dragons. My other one was total opposite, like a real toffee wizard. So <laughs> like top heart and like really like up himself and he even called himself Lord Hamilton even, <laughs> even though he wasn't a proper lord yeah yeah and he sort of played it as a uh, his first name was Lord nice um, very much like Dr Dre not yeah. actually an MD or a PhD yeah so yeah <laughs> those are the nice two, you got two my god right, okay. what would you be come on I think I'm going to have to go down the, the you'd be a frog of like, of like Zelda wouldn't I I <laughs> think <laughs> I, the Before. name, the name Margaret McGuinness is creeping out. Of me. I feel Margaret like McGuinness, the frog. Margaret McGuinness. She sounds like some sort of like you know negotiator with a good friend. Maybe I really. could be. Maybe I could be like a, <laughs> like I transform into a frog, but I just spend most of my time in your little band of renegades. So like a shapeshifter. I could like carry her around in my pocket. Yeah, <laughs> I could bring you out and squeeze yeah. it. Partly yeah. song. That's and like making it. <laughs> <laughs> 
then I could go and do like things that people don't realise. Like, was that Margaret? Yeah, <laughs> no. you could, you could, it's a flip-flop. You could go into places uh, yeah, like exactly. Spire I could stuff. just yeah, go yeah. like, like, like Ponds. Yeah. <laughs> Ponds and shallow water. But the question, like my, my, my catchphrase was like, was that Margaret? I don't know. Why <laughs> is that your catchphrase? I don't know. But people could be like, Where's Margaret? Oh, right, okay. This is She's not silly. in my pocket. This is not silly again. Yeah, but it's you not should... silly because no, I fine. think Margaret McGuinness would be... We should get art done for this and put it on, you know... Oh, my God. No, oh, that's my God. No, we need, need to, to find get someone. The frog, uh, thunder cheats the... Thunder cheats the Thunder loins. idiot. Thunder shelf. I will. My youngest brother's fiance is an incredibly talented artist. <gasps> I will get her to make us four as D and D characters, and I'll, yeah. yes. I'll show you next, uh, next week. Okay, that will be, that'll be fantastic. What's her name? Uh, do we think I can't remember. H. Well, H. Yeah. Thank you, H. I'll uh, I'll get I'll play her this later, and she'll do it for us. Margaret doesn't <laughs> like the color purple. Okay, so no purple colors. <laughs> purple no the purple frog. colors. The frog is purple. Cool. Okay. Oh, I enjoyed that. That was fun. That was good. That was enjoyable. Did you want to talk about anything else, Nerdinky? No. Yes. You also don't. Yes. Know, what else have you come with? Uh, come on. Right Burn your place here. See. Come on. Do you play? Does anybody play or have played board games? I love board games, but I don't know if I'm very. <laughs> Do you own any board games? I own lots of board games. We regularly have board game nights with our friends. We we'll go around and have a Chinese and There's play board games. This. Like, I love we need invites. We are your friends and we've never we've played never board been games. Oh, we play board games all the time. We brought out Pass the Pigs. That is a um, game that I have not played for years. Not so, I don't know that. You just throw pigs down, yeah, don't you? models of It's a bit silly. What? You just throw a pig? A little yeah. model of a pig? That's What's pretty it? much the game. Oh. Do you two own any board games? Um, more like card games, so like Linky and stuff like that. <laughs> Trivial Pursuit. Mm. Games like that, more like quizzy ones. I enjoy quizzy ones. I do have a couple of ones. I played like, uh, there's a board game cafe where I live uh, in the town I live in, and they do some really good ones. So I played there, things like Pandemic, um, uh, what's it, The Ticket to Ride, which is classic. Yeah, I also bought uh, Fog of Love, which is like a, a, a rom com board game to play as a couple. Uh, and obviously, I'm single now, but we did play it once with my ex. Um, and you had to uh, act result, out arguments. Yeah. <laughs> you had to get, like, some of the cards said, like, you need to have a row about going to your in-laws. So you have to, like, act out row. And obviously, you're never really sure, am I going too far here? Or am I saying something which they may take as, um, you know, an actual insult? So it was quite a fun one. We played it once and it never came out again. <laughs> uh, Did it foreshadow the events that were to come? Well, it was about two years before, a year and a half. So, you know, it could have had a long-term damage. Who knows? I feel so. Uh, but yeah, I do enjoy board games. Yeah, yeah. Um, if I could recommend one, wings, please do. Wingspan. I have played Wingspan. Played Wingspan. I have played Wingspan with really the eggs. Really good. Yeah, with the eggs. Such a good game. If you like birds. Yeah. Oh my god, it's such Maybe a good game. You like you like shooting them, yeah. you, so. Oh my gosh, I can't believe that. <laughs> I've been known to bother that. a duck or two over the years. Um, but well, yeah, you sort of learn so. about the because it tells you a little bit of fun facts and what it eats and all sorts. But it's quite an in-depth game. I played it. New Year, well, I've played, haven't it for ages, but played it for New Year. It'd take about two two hours for it does. a good yeah. load of people. Yeah, um, ornithology based. Yeah. It's really yeah. good. Um, I yeah. think when we first got it out, I thought this looks a bit pretentious. Yeah. This game, and it definitely looked like it had. Like, it, honestly, it does, isn't it? Like they're You've not just give it they're not just blue eggs. They're definitely <coughs> blue eggs. You know, but I think Quail honestly, eggs. we ended up wanting to play it. Yeah. Well, me and my sister sat and played it. It was really good. I'm surprised mm. you haven't. Did it make you want to eat an omelette? No, because you're supposed to protect the eggs, aren't you? Like, get the eggs. I can't yeah. what you do with oh, them. Oh, you do use the eggs as a reason. But there's, like, little, like, yeah. birds that you... Yeah. It's really good. 
Yeah. Usually, I just like learning because it's got like a little map uh, mm. and you learn where the region is. And it is a very American centric, but you can get a European specific one mm-hmm. as well. And do you play board games like once a week or? Uh, I play Dungeons and Dragons or role playing games um, at least once a week. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really seem to have time to play anymore. I've, no. I've tried in the past to fill my week up with it, but you just burn out. Um, and, you know, jobs and mm. social life and everything else. Uh, but yeah, I, I play role play games. I actually played last night, but it wasn't Dungeons and Dragons. Mm. It's a game called Delta Green. Okay. Mm. It's very X Filesy. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Investigating the supernatural in the modern day setting. Cool. But which one would you be, Mulder or Scully? Oh, I would be Dane. I'd be Fox. Would you? Yeah, Fox Mulder. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> the only problem we found was it's very again very American, mm. and then we were like, "Are oh, you going to go to a pie shop and they don't really have steak pie in America?" So well, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what you learn. I wanted to ask what your thoughts are on escape rooms. I have only ever been to one. And it was not very good. So it sort of tainted my... I think if I went to a good one, which you talked about Telford War in the staff mm. room, mm. Um, I, I went to a very bad one in the Lake District. Mm. Uh, there is one that I'm thinking you would thoroughly enjoy because it, the, the man that runs it is in character the entire time. Mm. Very passive-aggressive. <laughs> not helpful when you're trying to find something. But I think you'd enjoy like it. That, would you um, I, I, I much prefer... Um, either outright aggressiveness or passivity in all aspects of my life. No, I'm just thinking that, yeah, I'll recommend that one to you because I think you'll very much enjoy it. Uh, I also had a question that Sue was saying. What's a social life? (laughs) You've got best one out of all of us. (laughs) Tumbleweed. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, and finally, before we move on, actually, if, what is the, if you were good, so Wingspan, is that the, your current recommendation? What's your favourite board game you've ever played? That might be like what the readers mm. is more. Mm. Yeah. That was a hard one. Um, I like Ticket to Ride. It's, I like trains. Mm. Um, uh, yeah, I, I like trains. Uh, but it's between that and Wingspan. Oh my God, what for your favourite ever? Yeah, yeah, it is really cool. good. Yeah. Right, mm. And you, um, probably Trivial Pursuit. Yeah, I've got memories as a child playing Trivial Pursuit with my mum and dad. Yeah, I, I like quiz games with my family. I'm, I'm boring and old school. I don't have. I, I play some of these new old. Linky's a hell of a game, though, you know. Linky. Good crap. I'm sorry. Have you um, seen the game where it's like. Uh, it's called Scrawl. So you, mm-hmm. you have a word and then you try and pass around pictures. Yeah. It's like it's uh, very naughty. Like the telephone game yeah. is the Chinese. The, yeah, I mean, that's sorry, that's, <laughs> the name of the that's game. why I said telephone. Sorry, game. sorry. Um, it passes the message along, and the drawing gets worse and worse and worse, or dirtier and dirtier and dirtier. It's very good game. Well, that sounds like a game we should play. It's a we really should. good game. Yeah, it's very good. I'd also like to put a shout in for Double. I have never not played a game of Double and ended up like crying with laughter. Mm. That is such a good game. I've played Double. Oh my I? gosh. Oh my god! I need to bring in <coughs> the Mean Girls game. I've told you about. Yes, before. that we're going I need to, to bring that because that, that is yeah. absolutely. I've hilarious. just bought Harry Potter Double, which is cracking. But yeah, we'll play the Mean Girls game for sure on October the third. I can't even say some of the answers I said in that on this podcast. I'll tell you afterwards. Needless to say, it went down a storm. Okay, here we are. Don't leave, don't leave that there. Uh, okay. Now, uh, did you want to do the teach you and learn anything or not? I can do. If not, I can wait till next week. It's completely your show. How long will it take? You don't have to take that long. No, you got two and a half minutes. 
And then it's I just wanted to very quickly this week just remind people of kind of some of the basics when it comes to feedback. We've been doing a lot in school talking about feedback, whether it's being summative, which is uh, kind of more exam-based, sitting down, uh, classic exams, or more formative, which is kind of perhaps more modern-day feedback, I would say. Mm. Peer self-assess, verbal feedback. And I did a session this week down in the teaching school with some new uh, staff that are coming up, new trainee teachers. Trainee teachers yeah. And I've had some great feedback from this, from them, which was great. So if any of them are listening, thank you. I did plug, plug the podcast. Did you? Yeah, oh I did. Um, but I would just say, um, particularly when giving feedback, think about how you as an individual, as an adult, like to receive feedback. Just in general every day. And I gave the analogy of when you've cooked something really, really nice. If you've cooked something nice, you spend a bit of time thinking about it. In the heat of the moment, you might change ingredients, you might change recipes up and you'll try something new. But that feedback you will get will always be instantaneous. It'll be, oh, that was really great. I liked this. And you can easily reflect, like, yeah, do you know what? Last time I had this chilli, it was great, but perhaps less chilli flakes next time. That's the kind of thing I would say. I like the chilli, but less chilli flakes. Okay. Uh, And that's really, really impactful. So I think certainly when you're in the classroom, making sure that we're making that feedback impactful and saying it in the moment instead of leaving it till a week later. Mm. Because if you cooked a meal for someone and then left it till a week later to give them feedback, you won't remember what you did. You won't remember the changes, the tweaks you made, what mood you were in, who you were sat next to, that kind of thing. So I just wanted to try and encourage people to not feel like feedback needs to be very, very formal. It can Mm. be very informal. It can be just a general conversation. And take the principles of you as an adult. What makes you feel good? What makes you feel valued and that you've done something right? And just apply it to a general conversation with a student. And I think it will make a huge difference. I think that's really good because a lot of the listeners aren't necessarily teachers. And when they went to school, they may have just been used to handing a book in and getting it back mm. three weeks later with some like ticks and crosses in it. But that's it. we don't really do a lot of that much it, anymore. It doesn't, it's a waste in of my time, it's it? very unim- like, <clears throat> unimpactful. You're absolutely right. Impact. That instant little feedback. Whereas if you just say to someone, oh, do you know what? I really like what you're wearing today. It gives you the opportunity to reflect on what you've done. Apply that principle. I really liked that connective you used in that sentence. Mm. It, it really makes the difference. And it will take two seconds but it will have a lasting impact. And that child will remember it and they'll take it forward. Ah, oh, I know that that connective worked last time. I'm going to try to put two in this time. Lovely. And who do you think, though, which session do they think they preferred, mine or yours down in the training school? What do you reckon? Oh, I mean, honestly, I couldn't even tell you, but <laughs> I did think they clapped at the end. <laughs> was it a standing ovation? Oh, my God, I had roses thrown at me mm. in everything. Was it a slow <laughs> clap, like, sort of yeah. cool running, slow? Like... It was like, get off the stage. It was a bit of heckling. I'm no, sure I, I wouldn't like to say I'm sure they were <coughs> enamoured both times. I'd like to team up next year with you. I'd love to team. Should we, should, can, we do, can we do that? I'm doing one in March if you'd like to join me. <sighs> Maybe we should look into that. Head to head. I'd very much enjoy that. No, I think it'd like, I'd like to be cooperative. Yeah. Because when, you know, when two people in love work hard together, great things can happen. Sparks. Sparks will fly. Absolutely. And I might be a voyeur and watch from the, from the cupboard. Yeah. <laughs> See us keeping far away. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, well, thank you very much for that. That's, That's really, okay. really important and really nice. Just something Nice and simple to think yeah, about. Yeah, very nice. I feel like I need to apologise to our listeners as well because throughout I've been coughing. Yeah, yeah. I'm very really wheezy. Been, yeah, it's been really off-putting. I know, but and I'm, you've got the eye infection or something, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. I've got pink eye. <laughs> You're suffering today. Right? I am suffering. And your hamstring hey, tight. I'm a hamstring so you tight. Play on Friday. No, you got. You, you said you were going to give me a deep tissue. I did, with oils and creams. <laughs> yeah. So oh. oils during, creams for after. <laughs> okay. I'm in. Whipped. I'm in. <laughs> Uh, anyway, right, C, you were given the task. 
of ending our podcast with a quiz as we often do. And you say you have got something for us. Do we need a pen and paper? Or can we uh, work I on? can write your answers down if you want me to. Oh, oh God, no. Do you oh, think, okay. but I mean, like, would you prefer us to buzz in or do you want us to write them down? I don't know. Write them down. Yeah, okay. Let's grab Thank a little flash We like that because the audience like to play along with these quizzes. So it gives them an opportunity to, to write their answers. I too. play along when I'm going to need a Stilo Beal, please, Anne. Oh, thank you. Now for more. <coughs> oh, I've just realised, have you got all of the revision cards? You've got all the revision cards. I've got millions in there, mate, yeah. Well, I'll take some of them with me. I don't right. think so. Don't you dare be looking at my answers. <laughs> right, well, hang on. I've heard that the topic is nerdy stuff and philosophy, so I'm feeling it, somewhat it is, confident. It is subject-based, but I've tried to do a twist, and I do apologise if it's very hard. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, I shall... Yeah, in fact, I shall don't do my best. Don't throw your toys out the pram, man. That's it. Right, here we go. Let's do it. So, there has been a much debated scientific uh, news or discover, uh, discovery. Mm. What object might actually be real? It's recent. Object? What relic, sorry. What, what religious relic has been possibly proven to be real? Mm, I think this was a little while ago, wasn't it? I did see that. To be proven to be real? Yeah. I think I know it. It involved x-rays. I literally don't know, so I'll make it up. Brilliant. Next one. Mm -hmm. Uh, What objects uh, are Muslims meant to touch while visiting uh, their pilgrimage site known as Hajj? The specific object. Oh, God. God. It's not the well, is it? Excuse me. I don't... I taught Hajj... Well, I say taught. I did such a terrible job. Uh, Oh... Don't say, the say things again, out loud. So what object are Muslims meant to touch while visiting their pilgrimage site known as Hajj? Ugh. There's many different uh, rituals and things that they're meant to do. Yeah, there's mountain, like yeah, water there's mountain lots and lots of things. But this is specifically touch. So it's not visiting, it is you have to touch it. Okay. <laughs> Okay. So this one's a bit. This is where we start to get a bit uh, mixing nerd, uh, geekery, mm-hmm. geekdom with religion. Still, uh, which Hindu epic contains sci-fi esque space battles and superheroes? It is from religion. Oh my gosh! Oh, uh, oh. it's a story or a book. I know this. Oh yeah, no, I've got it. I don't know it. Yeah. I'll represent the re- listeners that haven't got a clue. The, the next few questions, there is a couple of... Oh, so, some, some questions have a couple of answers, which you might get some extra points for. Um, George Lucas loved referencing religion in his Star Wars films. What religions does he borrow from? Um, I will do plural. There are religions. How many are there? The week oh, yeah. uh, three. Three, okay. Three. Yeah. I'm just writing down three religions. Really? For the next one? Mm-hmm. Um, Stranger Things has been quite a hit on Netflix um, and hits us with 80s nostalgia, but what real life CIA, CIA experiment was it based on? It's meant to have been based on something. Real CIA. Do you want to know the code name of it, do you? Yeah. Oh, what it's formerly known as. I don't, yeah. I don't know any other names. Maybe you'll... 
Uh, no, I don't think I know that one. <laughs> oh, Matt. I am even. You are such a dweeb. <laughs> don't know, I'm guessing. <laughs> I love it. Anonymity's gone right out the window now. Well, I mean, mind you, that's a fairly no, common name. Did it's you say your name? Yeah. <gasps> I've done it loads of times as well. It's of course biblical, isn't it? So can I get a point for that? No. Actually, so is, my, so is yours. So, yes. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. so is mine. I'm the wife of someone. Anyway, continue with the quiz. Um, which religion has influenced a very popular Pokemon game? It's related to the country. I'll give you a hint there because I'm figuring it might be a little bit too hard, this quiz. It's related, say again, I missed To the country where it came first developed. I feel like this is the type of question my husband would know the answer And which to. game? Which Pokemon game? Like, which no, one? No, no, just... Po- so, 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 so the Pokemon game yeah, is based up. on taking from a religion. Oh. <laughs> Notice all the blanks of mine. Yeah, like, twice. <laughs> okay. For our literary... Uh, teachers in here. Oh, God. Which author wrote any sufficiently advanced technology is indistinguishable from magic? Uh... Try to hit all base of <laughs> history and English. And I'm just reading it up. Yeah. You keep that. You keep that. You can have half a mark, but you spelled it so <laughs> tragically wrong. Um, next one, number eight. Um, which famous war influenced the writer George R. R. Martin to develop his famous series of books and TV shows? Oh, that's more, well, I that's know what the books and TV class. shows are. Can I get I've half a mark it. for that? Mm, there was extra marks for other, other historical events. Oh, gosh. Aggressive He has ones. stolen. Or borrowed. Oh, I don't know. Oh, do you know the answer to that? Yeah. I know that, I know that, but... Such a dweeb. Number seven, I really, it, I can remember, I know it is, but I can't remember his you will flipping kick name. Yeah. You will kick I'm not going to kick this Discworld, didn't he? Okay. No comment. Oh. Next one. Ten, right. uh, so number nine. Uh, how many <coughs> dice are used in the game of Dungeons & Dragons? So usually you have a set of dice that you would own, or if you're a dice goblin, you will have many, many sets of these dice. But there is a set a number. So it's not how many sides it's got? Uh, no. no. Say again. It's, so there are uh, sets of dice and there's a certain number of dice because there's all different types of dice. So how many dice are in that one yeah, set? in that one set. Okay. Uh, stop. Standard set. If I've played Baldur's Gate 3, is that the answer of how many roll each no. time? Stop okay. as, like, Have you played Baldur's Gate? Yeah, I'm playing at the moment. Yeah, very good. Uh, and then the last one, uh, how many editions are there of Dungeons & Dragons? Oh my God. Uh, we're up to the... I think that one. Yeah. It's a bit of a trick question, but... Many of these are... Yeah, that's it, ten questions. These are just top guesses. I need to remember this author, question seven, because I know it is and I can't remember his name. Well, you've let yourself down. Oh, that's so annoying. I did ask how hard, and you were like, don't worry how hard it is. No, it's not hard, I'm just stupid, I can't remember the answer there, but I should. Are we ready for some answers? Yeah. So, what did you say? I missed that. I, I don't know. Okay. The, the much debated scientific sort what of news that uh, I want to hear a piece. She said something about... That I, a relic might be real from a certain I, I said Noah's Ark. Is that it? 
Shroud of Turin. Ah, oh, um, of professors. course. Liberato di Cairo. I love the Holy Grail. Has basically shot x-rays at it mm. and they reckon um, that some of the uh, the strands of the fibre look like really, really old from what they've found. Mm. Um, mm. Uh, next one. Uh, what's, uh, what object do Muslims touch while visiting Hajj? Their pilgrimage? I said the pillars. Did they touch the pillars? I drew a picture I think the of a square. Because I think metaphorical. it's a square. Cabin, no. It's I, on the cover. I said it's a it's stone. It's on the cover. Is it a, so I get is half a stone of some sort? It is a stone. I'll give you half a stone. It is okay. called Al Hajura. Yeah. Uh, it's like a black point. stone. Black stone, yeah. Uh, and it's meant to have been, they reckon a meteorite, but they're not allowed to study it, so we don't know whether it is. Yeah, I even drew a picture. It, it was meant to have guided Adam and Eve to build the cover. Which is interesting. Uh, next one, which Hindu epic contains sci-fi-esque space battles and superheroes? I said the epic of Gilgamesh. That isn't Hindu. But it's a, oh. it, is, it has <laughs> it's like, superheroes. It's like it Babylonian has, history. Yeah, it is the Mahabharata. Mm. Oh, um, I put monsters in. It's got um, <laughs> the monkey island as that. Yeah. Oh. Fight of wars. That, I think, is the Ram and Sita, I think. Okay. But... Um, Oh, that is a crack! I don't know. That's a banger. <laughs> Grant Morrison, the famous comic uh, writer, has actually like illustrated it. Yeah. So you can buy his book. It's really cool. God, okay. Um, nice. Uh, so, what religions did George Lucas use? I went Christianity, Hinduism, and Sikhism. Uh, I, I went Christianity, Sikhism, and Islam. I went Buddhism, Christianity, Zoroastrianism. Um, definitely Christianity because Luke Skywalker is meant to be. a point for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. a oh. point. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because Luke Skywalker is meant to be sort of Jesus savior. kind of figure, yeah. savior figure. Um, I have also got Sikhism. Uh, Yoda was yeah. meant to have quoted the Guru Granth Sahib directly. Oh my god! But I think right. it might have been cut um, <laughs> from from it. Uh, the Force. Where's the Force come from? The idea of the Force. None of the religions you mentioned. Taoism. Oh. So the belief, belief in chi, um, that everything has kind of spirit. Uh, oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice. Uh, Stranger Things, what, real life experiment with the CIA. I've got the one where they put LSD in the water and didn't tell anyone, is it that one? <laughs> uh, not, I think it did involve lots of LSD, but I'm not 100% sure. No, you don't get that. No, I'm not giving myself that. MK Ultra. No, oh. MK Ultra. They did lots of really weird experiments yeah. uh, something called me on the football field <laughs> which religion uh, influenced the development of Pokemon I think Buddhism I Buddhism. Buddhism no that is the Japanese religion uh, that is the main religion in Japan but it's Shinto oh so they believe oh. in Kamis and Yokai drowsy yes oh, the Yokai Watch region. is a good game. Don't they rent the Shinto, I think. It is. Yeah, region. Yeah, yeah, I think they do. It's, it's the island, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. 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 But yeah, drowsy <coughs> is an example. It's a dream eating kami mm. who eats your dreams mm. based on sleep. Uh, lo- there was loads of others. Uh, the next one was the famous quote. Uh, Any sufficiently advanced technology is indistinguishable from magic. I don't hate Sue Wells. Good sci-fi author, but no. no I the, thought you would know. Is this. it the bloke that wrote Good Omens? Nope. Oh, I thought he did Blighton. The author wrote 2001 Space Odyssey. Oh, um, 
I only know Stanley Kubrick, but he didn't write oh. it. <laughs> oh, Arthur C. Clarke, my oh. favourite sci-fi. Oh. Yeah. Um, they're meant to be making Rendezvous Rama. Really good book. Oh. I was shocker, by the way. I'm in, I'm, in, I'm in the pits. I've got one and a half at the moment. Oh, mate, I, currently, <laughs> I'm in the lead. I've got two and a half. <laughs> have oh, two. Oh, currently, yeah. you're in the lead. Oh, my God. <laughs> right, we set the quiz there. End of the quiz. Which famous war influenced George R. War, the, war of the Roses. Definitely War of the Roses. Yeah. I went for 1060s Battle of Hastings. Oh, no. Interesting Battle of Hastings is meant to be like how the dragon family invades. So I family. think that's half a point. No. Uh, oh, no. no, War of the Roses is the correct answer. War of the Roses is definitely the correct 100 answer. 100 Years War, surely. No, the anarchy could be oh, for, the, yeah. uh, for the House of Dragon uh, TV show. You didn't put the anarchy, um, did you? I put 1066. That's not, I put that's Game not of the anarchy. Red Wedding, what did that... What was that influenced by? That was aggressive. Oh God, that could be like any. That could be like loads of Roman things. No, there's things, only one it? real his, historical event: Glencoe, massacre of Glencoe. Oh God, yeah. I'm sure, yeah. there must be some Roman emperors getting slaughtered at there. Yeah, but not like the whole family, maybe. Mm. Oh, oh, a stinker, mate. Uh, the dice. How many dice do you use? Six. I said. Six. I, said I said eight. I said five. Wow, take about the average of all that, seven. Oh. So you've got a D4, a D6, a D8, a D10, a D12, I don't think so invested in a quiz of my life. No, it's a stinker. Uh, and then... 34? Stop, stop reading out my answers, you cheat. But surely it can only... I don't want... I don't know, the question. Guess. How many editions? I have on the fourth. I said three. I went for 34. <laughs> I thought it was quite well, impressive. Well, the answer is technically five. Oh, that's close to on the fifth one. edition. Oh. The next edition is meant to be editionless, which is meant to be called one D and D. But uh, just this, just if any Dungeon Dragons fans, because they probably will. They're going to go berserk messages because there was a lot of editions where it was called basic and it didn't actually have one. So it was basic and then advanced and then the first edition, second edition. So there's probably about eight or nine. I don't oh. think there's thirty. I'm not a shocker. <laughs> well, we, so hang on, the score's there. <laughs> two and a half for you, two and a half for me. What'd you get? Two, and I don't think they should have had a half a mark earlier. Uh, we, we actually should have done. No, and, and, mine was for the square thing. I said it was a stone, I just touch. couldn't remember the black stone. Yeah. Right, the, I'm not being the funny. Cabba, the, 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 the stone is mounted at the, the side of the cabba, which you did draw. Thank you, I did draw it, and I, I did it in three that's days. That's a stinker. I could remember it was a black stone. Just because stone. I've beaten you now, two weeks in a row. I was surprised at the literary question. I thought... Ah, oh, Phil, you let yourself down there. Well, I don't know about everything that everyone no, writes. Well, oh, he's getting, he's getting angry now. He's getting, he's getting angry upset now. now he's upset that it's two in a row now. He's lost. <laughs> well, that was very what good. Thank you. That was that hard, was actually, but I enjoyed it. No, 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 no I liked it. Relatively straightforward. I thought the stranger things might have been. Yeah. No, that was very, that was very enjoyable. Thank I you really much. enjoyed that, and I, I genuinely feel there's a lot of people that will enjoy that quiz. Absolutely. They'll do a hell of a lot better than we do. I would like to hear the feedback if people say it was too hard. All right, then. So next week, can you... So not only questions, please, but can we have some feedback, especially any Dungeons & Dragons fans? Did anyone get better than two and a half? Oh, I'm pretty sure most people would have got better than two and a half. <laughs> uh, if you'd like to email any questions or comments on anything, um, it's tales... What is it again? Tales of two teachers at gmail.com. Mm. Yeah. Um... And thank you very much for your contributions this week. Thank so it's good you, fun having you on. Thank you. Uh, any, anything else to add? No, but who, just remind me who lost again. No comment. No. Right, we'll, uh, <laughs> we'll see everyone later on. Thank you very much for listening. It's goodbye from me. It's goodbye from me. Goodbye from me. It's goodbye from me.